You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload. Ho ho, holiday hoedown. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means, but I'm Cody. Jingle jangle, I'm Sam. <laughs> I'm a South Pole elf, Josh. And I'm Samantha. The real Christmas princess. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh, we have a great show for you this week. A uh, bunch of news to go over. But first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! Santa's coming to town! Santa! Oh my god! I know him! <laughs> I know him! <laughs> you know what? You yep. are a true king. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You said Jingle Jangle, and it reminded me that we did, in fact, watch that movie, Jingle Jangle. Oh, okay. What is Jingle Jangle? Um, Let's talk about it. It's a Christmas movie on Netflix um, with, who's in it? Forrest Whitaker? Yeah. And uh, John Legend is in there. Oh, okay. okay. Wow, uh, that's a... I think you just did music for it then. Oh, yeah. You did the music for it. Okay. Uh, Keegan Michael Key is the bad guy, and oh he's great. And he's it. amazing. Um, it's, oh. a, it's a musical. Oh yeah, the, that's the okay. I know which one you're talking yeah. about. It took me a minute to kind of remember. Yeah, okay. It's a musical about a toy inventor that loses some of his jingle jangle. <laughs> <laughs> Roll when, credits when uh, when his apprentice steals his book of inventions. Is that what yeah. it was? Yeah. So it's the Water Boy when when they stole. The playbook. The playbook from uh <laughs> from the Fonz, yeah. and he and he lost he he lost his mojo. He lost his mojo, <laughs> and he learns to he gets his jangle back uh, <laughs> when his granddaughter comes back to visit. Oh, Stella got and, her jangle back. Yeah, I was trying to think of a joke. I was really <laughs> really trying. And you know, teaches him to love. Inventing in Christmas again. Well, no, that's interesting. That sounds that sounds like a cute, fun kind of family Christmas movie. It it definitely is. It it's very cool. The musical numbers are actually good. Oh, awesome! Uh, Like the dancing is really good. Oh yeah, lots of flips. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and they actually pull back to where it's like you see it all happening at once around you. So it looks more impressive. It's not like, mm-hmm. well, they obviously cut here so they could do one move. And like, it's a whole bunch of people doing it at once. So it's more impressive, like a so stage like show an, would like be. A, like an actual musical yeah. number. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. And it's a primarily black cat. Maybe all. Is there anybody white in this movie? I don't think there is. I mean, so there's background would... characters. Yeah. But... Okay. And the, there's there's an evil, an evil living doll voiced by Ricky Martin. <laughs> Not making oh, this up. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I mean, if there was ever a true a true evil in this world, it's Ricky Martin. <laughs> it's like the first big, like a real big invention that the main character, Geronicus Jangle, invents is like this. Wait, wait. What's his name? Geronicus Jangle. I love it. <laughs> it's like this sentient, like Hispanic matador doll. <laughs> That's actually evil. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> he made like a huge narcissist doll, and when the doll hears it's going to be mass produced, he's not into that. He wants to be the one and only <laughs> sentient <laughs> matador doll voiced by Ricky Martin. 
But yeah, it was a fun movie. I, I definitely don't regret watching it. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Awesome. We also finished the Christmas Prince trilogy. Oh, okay. Let's talk about the Christmas Prince. <laughs> <laughs> it gets progressively worse. Crazier. Yeah. Actually, by the time we're on the third one, it's so buck wild, it comes back it around comes back, and it's kind it, of right, fun at that yeah, point. The second, the second one's okay, but yeah, the third one, when they, when they go to the royal dungeon... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and the oh, oh. royal hackers. Oh, is that is it not that kind of dungeon? Oh no, it's a it's an actual dungeon. It's a literal they, dungeon. They, they lock the queen and the uh, in the uh, um, polio stricken it's granddaughter spina bifida spina bifida. <laughs> uh, they lock them in the royal dungeon, which is an actual dungeon that this Christmas town has, which they teased for two previous movies. They did. They did talk about the the dungeon quite a bit. We finally get to see the dungeon. Yeah, and wouldn't you know it, there's a Christmas secret inside that dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> like, the main motivator of the plot is that they're afraid their baby is going to be cursed. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to have the Christmas curse. Yeah, holly jolly Christmas curse. <laughs> curse this innocent child. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's literally yep. a line. And, and w- was that the same one where if they don't sign the treaty by Christmas, Yep. they... The two countries go to war on yeah. Christmas. Yep. Begin a forever war. And then there was one point where... <laughs> I mean, I'd watch a Christmas war. Yeah, where Rose McIver starts like having her baby and the queen from the other country helps by uh, rolling a warm paint roller across her butt. Yep. That's it. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. Yeah. Just like I'm inexplicably paint rolling your butt. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, I don't know why they were doing it, but it was a paint roller and it was on her butt. <laughs> or at least close enough to where it looked weird. <laughs> no one's like, eh. <laughs> Everybody knows you can soothe a pregnant woman by paint rolling her butt. I mean, if we have any midwives or gynecological doctors, maybe they could explain that to us. You know, yeah, send call, us an email. Let us know. A hot towel on a paint roller. That'll do it. <laughs> That'll do it every time. Well, I'm glad you guys have experienced the Christmas Prince trilogy. Now we got to do the princess switch. Arguably a more enjoyable set of movies. Hmm. Vanessa Hudgens can play two out of three <laughs> switched princesses very well that third one wasn't su- super great it was but, a stretch but at that point she can do no- she can do American and British <laughs> that's about it but hey you know she tried well keeping on the Christmas movie theme oh, wait, I one more one more Rose McIver's pregnancy acting was abysmal oh it was awful there was sometimes <laughs> when she was like in pain where I'm like I, I don't understand what's going on are you having the baby are you are you in pain? And it turns out she was just like bending over to pick up a slipper. Yeah. I was like, oh, what it, the it heck was, bad. was that? It was bad acting. <laughs> like it was, it was literally confusing yeah, what was, like, going, what on. was going on. <laughs> yeah. You you watch that scene and you you go, oh yeah, I see where they got the Power Rangers acting from. <laughs> it's this, yeah. this right here. Because like on iZombie, she was a brilliant actress on yeah. iZombie. Yeah. This one, she was. Clearly picking up a paycheck. Yes, it was paycheck time, yeah. 
It probably wasn't her fault. It was probably bad direction. It was probably but- bad direction, but still, <laughs> but still. All right, so the Christmas movie I watched because you got to. Did I talk about Christmas on the Square? No. Yes. With, Wait, maybe a little bit. With Dolly Parton? Yeah, as an angel. As an angel. Because she is an actual Because real she life is angel. an actual real-life angel, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, watched Christmas on the Square, which is, it's a musical, and I don't mean that as a, it has, you know, a movie with songs in it. It looks like a set. It looks like something that was performed on a stage, that they just brought the sets over. Huh. So kind of like that one, like, Peter Pan thing they had kind of yeah kind of like that but uh I mean a little more a little more to it a little more to it than that but there's maybe like four sets <laughs> and the square is definitely a set and there is choreographed singing and dancing and also Treat Williams is there <laughs> you know from from the Phantom he was Xander Drax the oh villain. right yeah okay you know he's in a bunch of other things but I can never remember what he's in. He's like, he's like budget Alec Baldwin at this point, (laughs) but uh, it's, you know, for as goofy a premise as Dolly Parton, the angel is here to save the day um, is it's, it was actually a pretty enjoyable movie. Uh, Christine Baranski, who um, folks will know her from uh, um, Mamma Mia. (laughs) Yeah. From Mamma Mia. um, Big bang theory. She was Leonard's mom. And she's been in a bunch of other stuff. Bazinga. Bazinga. Yep, yep. But uh, she plays this uh, rich lady who comes into town a week before Christmas and says, well, here you go. I'm selling the town. Everybody get out. I'm building a mall on your town and I'm selling it. That's a big mall. It's a big mall. (laughs) The Cheetah Mall. Okay. Get it? The Cheetah Mall. Uh, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, but no, it's uh yeah she she hates Christmas and she hates that town and she wants to sell it because apparently she owns it. But what about all the people who own their own property? Yeah, she cut them checks. <laughs> I mean that's on them then. Yeah, yeah. But then oh no, she might have a brain tumor. Okay. What? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Wait, so that's why she's a miser? She has a brain tumor? N- no, she. Uh, that's why she sees Dolly Parton at the Angel. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's a real angel. I don't really know. That's for you to decide. That's for you to decide. Uh, <laughs> the viewer. Yeah. Uh, Dolly Parton's angel costume is amazing because imagine the rhinestones. <laughs> just just picture, picture in your mind Dolly Parton covered head to toe in rhinestones <laughs> sitting on a badly CGI'd cloud <laughs> floating through this rich person's house yelling at her for being a miser. I mean... Giving out country advice. <laughs> Probably books, too. She's throwing books at kids from the cloud. Yep. Yep. Just <laughs> tossing them to kids. Christine and then Bur- curing COVID. And she, she yes. Dinner <laughs> <laughs> downtime from being an angel uh, yelling at Christine Baranski to, to not sell a town. She is curing COVID <laughs> single-handedly. But yeah, no, then there's a part where Christine Baranski befriends a small child who is running a bar in the town. <laughs> Well, to be fair, her dad runs the bar, but her dad's never home. So so the small child runs the bar and then, oh, no, there's a car accident. And the kid is in serious critical condition. Like, well, this has got some twists in her. It's it is the definition of the term buck wild. <laughs> it just keeps going. 
I don't want to spoil it, but I mean, I did talk about the rest of the movie, <laughs> including the part where a child runs a bar. The baby bar. That's a baby bar. Yeah. She pulled. Yeah. She, she poured Christine Baranski a, a, a glass of uh, whiskey and then she poured herself a, a little glass of chocolate milk out of a snifter. And they and they like shot it like a shot. I feel like that's like Marlene from Final Fantasy VII. A little, it kinda a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what what it was like in uh, <laughs> that when when Tifa wasn't there. Probably, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it was um, it was enjoyable. It was went into it ready to goof on it. Absolutely ready to goof on it. And it, yeah, there's enough goof there, but uh, it was enjoyable. It was a, it's worth checking out. You gotta like the the country music, though. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the country music, but you gotta look past it. I'm not you a big power fan either, through. but I can stomach Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton's I mean, fine. Geez. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Jolene's pretty great. Yeah, so, you know, there's some country artists that you you can't deny, like Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Dolly Parton. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Up there, used to be. She's used, not, a, she's not yeah, really. She's, a country she's like anymore. she's been a pop star for like forever. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good point. So I watched a Christmas movie as well. Really? Yeah. Oh man, it's a all right. Yeah, it's let's hear it. It's a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> I watched the happiest season on Hulu. Oh, we've been wanting to watch that. Yeah, don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, Kristen Stewart. I I've heard it's good and I've heard it's bad. It's got good points and bad points. Uh, Kristen Stewart actually doesn't do terrible in it. Um, she's a good actress when she's not in a Twilight movie, when she's not given or, garbage to do. Let's see here. It's a weird movie. Uh, it's It feels like a Hallmark movie, kind of. Okay. But with an LGBT twist. I think that's what they were going for. I think that's what, but like what they, it's supposed to like be. They advertise it as a Christmas comedy. It is not a comedy. Huh. It is not a funny movie. So I guess like the the soft pitch of it is is um you have these two women who are in a and they basically detail their entire courtship process in the opening credits of the film mm. through like drawings. Okay. All right. And then uh the whole crux of the movie is they're going to go visit the one girl's family, but oh no, they don't know she is gay. And she's not out to them. Ah. Uh. So, so she, so she they is, go on Christmas holiday just being gals, being roommates, pals. Gal roommates, pals. because uh, she has nowhere to go because her parents are dead and she's an orphan. <laughs> oh, please tell me at least Dan Levy's funny. Oh, he is the best part of the whole okay, movie. Yeah, I, I had a the, feeling <laughs> he is the best part of the whole movie. I could have just had a whole movie of just him. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, it's not bad. It's very predictable. Also, uh, Kristen Stewart's girlfriend in the movie is she's not a good person i don't feel like she's a good person <laughs> mm. like i don't understand why they they crux the love story on this whole on this woman i mean it, there, there's some good part it's it's an interesting movie though half the time uh like they're at these fancy like rich people parties because the one girl's dad's running for mayor of the town and uh Kristen Stewart's character is basically dressed like Catra from the Princess Ball episode of <laughs> She-Ra. <laughs> like, it's this, like, suit jacket and, like, I don't know. I mean, it's, like, the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, she looks like Catra. She looks like Catra. <laughs> I saw a great tweet the other day. Molly uh, Ostertag, uh, Noelle Stevenson's wife, uh, had a, a text from her dad 
that was a picture of She-Ra and Catra kissing, and his text underneath was, "Hey, she looks like you." As in Catra, it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> you figured it out. <laughs> I don't know. It was. It was. I mean, it's got its moments. It's kind of a cute movie, and like I said. Chris Stewart's actually not bad in it. And I was like, okay, this movie wasn't terrible. I mean, it, I don't see myself going back and watching it again, but hmm. I mean, give it a watch. I mean, cool. If anything for, you know, for Tan Levy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I have another marginally Christmas themed movie, kind of. It's set at Christmas. Die Hard? No, no. Batman and I mean, no. I mean, you just watched it too. It is. Oh, it's only 15 minutes long. We saw the last five minutes. Yeah, you saw the important bits of it. <laughs> That's right. I'm talking about the Lifetime movie slash KFC chicken a commercial <laughs> mo- mini movie recipe for seduction. With Mario Lopez. With starring Mario Lopez. As Colonel Sanders. <laughs> as Colonel Harlan Sanders. That's right. So. KFC Slater. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm glad it's 15 minutes because 16 minutes would be too long. (laughs) It is just long enough to hit every trope of these bad, 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 low budget movies like Lifetime movies or made for TV Hallmark movies or whatever. It was almost like watching like a telenovela in English. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I got that vibe from what I saw. Yeah. Almost like a clip show of like an episode. Like if someone took a YouTube like if someone took an hour long episode of like um, a soap opera of a soap yeah, opera like a days and of just, our lives. Yeah, yeah and just cut like all the fat out there's no i mean it's all it's all lean it's all all lean meat on that bone <laughs> covered or, in eleven herbs and spices <laughs> secret recipe yep <laughs> but uh yeah so it tells the story of a um uh family who is uh, a mother and daughter they are pretending to be rich but they are going they have a lot of bills the father left them with a lot of bills and the mother is pushing the daughter to marry the rich man but oh no here comes harlan sanders the new the new chef the hunky chef who has aspirations of greatness (laughs) of a secret recipe that could change the world you know they mentioned that like eight times in 15 minutes (laughs) And there, it's there's overacting, there's uh, a secret trysts between the daughter or the the mother of the daughter and, and, the, and the prospective fiance and the prospective fiance. There's there's a gay black best friend it, named oddly, Lee. Yeah, oddly named Lee. Oddly named Lee. Yeah, for for uh, yeah, you would. How did they get away with that? Yeah, a, a chicken based movie having a character named Lee. Yeah, I mean. How how big of a chain is Lee's Chicken? Is it, like, is, is it just around here? Is there I, more? I thought it was a national chain. I thought it Maybe was it's a, not. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. The one in Marion's the only one I know of. That's true. That's that a good point. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like having a Captain Popeye show up. <laughs> I'm going to make sure Lee's is a chain. Oh, yeah. Let's look that up. Let's, let's be accurate about our chicken restaurants. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I feel like there was one near where I used to live. But, uh, but anyway, it's... It's on YouTube, and it's 15 minutes that, I mean, you could spend it doing better things, but you, you could spend it doing worse things, too. You, you it's could see, fine. You could see bad prosthetics glued to Mario Lopez's face. Oh. And 
Oh, well, you mean that that tiny goatee was not a real beard, Josh? <laughs> you mean to tell me, are you shattering my dreams here? Yeah, it's a, it's a franchise. It's a franchise. Lisa's a franchise. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was fine. It was set at Christmas. <laughs> They're having Christmas chicken. That's the Japanese-style yeah, Christmas. That's... Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> In the Japanese style. Yeah. Deep fried with 11 herbs and spices. Yep. <laughs> Oh, come on. We got to have one more Christmas-themed thing. One more Christmas-themed thing. Oh, we watched a pretty good horror movie, but it wasn't Christmas-related. <laughs> okay, can you explain it to me in a way that makes it Christmas? Um, can you make this Christmas? I mean, it's not good. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. A sad man who has to take care of his dementia-ridden mother finds a videotape that uh, with a new holiday pal on it that he becomes obsessed with. And the guy is played by Will Wheaton. <laughs> the guy on the tape. <laughs> okay. It's a guy. It's a guy that's doing like this dating video dating service that takes place in the eighties. Oh, okay. Um, and he's having a bad time of it, and his life sucks because he has to take care of his dementia-ridden mother and mm-hmm. can't be out of the house for more than like an hour at a time. And he, he gets so lonely, he finds this Rent-A-Pal tape. That's the name of the movie. Oh, okay. He, he finds this Rent-A-Pal tape that's just like a recording of Will Wheaton, like, being, hey, pal, what are you doing today? And then he pauses for you to talk to him. like, mm-hmm. And he becomes, like, obsessed with it and, like, believes it's real. And they play it up like maybe maybe it's real. Huh. Uh, and it just gets wild from there. The way you the way you said the way the way Wilton's like hey there pal all I pictured was Captain America in the Spider Man films on that VHS. I mean it's kind of the same vibe. He's like just sitting in a chair like hey pal how was your day? (laughs) So you got your premise for uh, yeah yeah and he he ends up getting a date and he goes on the date and he comes home and it's like the tape is mad at him now. Oh really? And he reads it as the it's the tape is always repeating the same dialogues, but now he's perceiving it as being mad at him. Like like the does the tone change? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Interesting. No, that's a cool idea for a uh for a horror movie, yeah, like a was, psychological kind of thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, it, that's awesome. It was pretty good. I mean, I was on the fence. I'm not a huge Will Wheaton fan. Not especially. No, but he was actually he was really good in this. He he played the the creepy tape pretty well oh, that's awesome <laughs> ho 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 and then santa shows up <laughs> yes yep you saved it in the end there we go uh i don't know i think your shirt's more festive than that movie oh my my holiday yoda <laughs> uh, and i've just been playing a, a whole whole bunch of cyberpunk still and a ho ho whole a bunch. ho ho whole bunch a whole santa's sack full of cyberpunk <laughs> And I just keep liking it more and more. Like, it's actually a super solid, very, very good game. Asterisk, if you're playing it on PC. Yeah. Which we'll talk about that we'll talk more about later that. in the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. And actually, you know what? Let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll get into some news. <laughs> Santa Claus! 
Hey, we're back. That was I Am Santa Claus by Bob Rivers. A, a personal favorite Christmas song of mine. A yearly tradition here on the Nerd <laughs> Overload holiday show. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It's the holiday show. <laughs> it's the holiday hoedown. <laughs> uh, all right. So, hey, let's go ahead and get into some news. Santa Claus, you will never return to Earth. Now you belong to Mars. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> we need to do another uh, riff of that. We do, yeah. Yep. I've we have the technology now. You've never seen Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. No. Oh, man. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I mean, so terrible, but so good. Okay. Snap decision. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians or the Mexican Santa movie where he fights um, the devil? The devil? Oh. Which one's the better one? Oh, they're both so good. Isn't the other one just called Santa Claus? I think it's just called Santa Claus. They're both pretty wild. They're both wild. Oh. I want to say Conquers the Martians because it's a better movie. Yeah, I think it's... It's a more more coherent film. Yes, yes. <laughs> the 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 one where Santa Claus lives in a cloud and his best friend is Merlin and <laughs> he he fights a, a devil, not the devil, but a devil. There's long scenes that, that are like like it's a small world. Yeah, stuff going on with very racially insensitive <laughs> depictions of of children of from different cultures. countries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, when Santa spies in on the African country, that was not... Oh, no. Yeah. You know what? It's not a hard choice. <laughs> it's not a hard choice, actually. Yeah. <laughs> now that I think about it. Huh. Well, well, there we go. There we have it. Anyway, let's get into some news. <laughs> let's do Cyberpunk. You, okay, that was yeah, the last we thing did, we yeah. talked, out, talked about before the break. Let's, uh, let's go into Cyberpunk now. Cream. So, yes, Cyberpunk 2077 is a very popular game that has been released it's been a week now right maybe a, maybe infamous at right this way. point yeah it's getting to more, be more infamous <laughs> the game's having some issues and on on your low-end consoles on yes. your like your baseline playstation and xbox one it's getting like 15 frames per second it's 720p looking like a ps3 game and it's looking and it crashes a lot crashes apparently. constantly it's, yeah it's not 
It's not great. It's not a good look. No. Especially for a game company that uh, prides itself on uh, crunch culture. Yeah. And, Which is not good either, yeah. And push back the release date many, 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 many times. And it's been working on the game for eight years. They should have... The game should have, like, run the best on last-gen consoles because that's what they were what developing was it as. available when they first develop, started development on it. Yeah. It's clear the console versions may have been a little bit of an afterthought. They were a rough... They were a rush <laughs> job. Yeah. 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 Um, well, like, the more SKUs you're developing for the harder it's going to be and the more likelihood something's going to get lost along the way. Sure. That's what happened with uh, Mighty Mighty Number Nine. nine. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. We don't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but I mean, yeah, there's like, um, it's, uh, it's having trouble running. There have been a lot of like weird glitches and stuff. I saw one where someone... Did a uh, non uh, non lethal takedown on an enemy, and th- somehow it, it bugged out, and that enemy turned into a set of patio furniture. <laughs> like the reference ID in the game, like got mixed up, <laughs> and it was like a it was like textured differently. It, it was oh. yeah, it was clearly from a do- another section of the game that just it just popped in. You ever hit somebody so hard they turned into a lawn chair? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Um, one I've seen a lot of, uh, a lot of times in the, and these, these are primarily in the, um, um, I don't want to call them the old, like the, uh, outdated gens because the new generation is so new. I want to say previous re- gen, yeah, recent gen. <laughs> um, one of the big ones I've seen is, um, when you try to drive in a car or ride a motorcycle, you end up T posing through the roof with your pants completely gone. <laughs> And this is a game with full frontal nudity. Yes. Yes. I mean, when you're T-posing it, you're just asserting dominance. (laughs) I had a a romantic encounter with another character today, and my hair didn't load during the the romance (laughs) scene, and then later in the scene it did. Oh. So, like, you know, half the time I looked like a bald mutant. Because, like, just the shape of the head is weird because there's supposed to be hair hair on it. Hair, yeah. Like, it doesn't look like a regular bald man. It looks like a bulbous alien bald man. <laughs> like, like your mega mind or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, it, really, it really takes you out of the scene. I, I mean, I, yeah, I imagine it does. <laughs> and, you know, along with some of the... Um, these fun, these are fun goofs, fun bugs, fun goofs. I mean, hey, it's it's a cyberpunk world. Bugs and crashes are kind of part of the aesthetic, right? <laughs> Who says your cyberware isn't going to make you T-pose on a motorcycle? <laughs> totally pantsless. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, there there have there was another one. Now, this fortunately has been patched out, but we should probably mention it. And I'm talking about the brain dance scene that was not checked correctly for... Um, folks with epilepsy uh they yeah it was it had, the scene in question had very very fast uh flashing lights well, yeah it has a there's a light in front of each of your eyeballs in the game and it flashes very fast yeah like some sort of weird eye test yes and it is almost guaranteed to give anyone who is sensitive to epilepsy either you know 
very nauseous feeling, if not a full blown, a full blown seizure. Yeah. Yeah. And um, something I, I, I also heard about this. Uh, so I follow a couple of, you know, Twitch streamers and they were playing some of the game. They ran uh, and there was supposed to be a setting in the game where you could turn off all DMCA music. DMCA is a copyright thing. Yeah. Any any licensed music, it wasn't supposed to play. Right. Uh, they missed a whole bunch. <laughs> and I mean, a whole like so many they couldn't list them. Uh, wow. And uh, one of them happens during that brain dance scene. So the way the guy looked at it, it's like he he described it. So this game is actively out to hurt me in my livelihood. <laughs> so while I'm playing the game live on stream and, and seizing out because of the flashing lights, the copyright bots are coming in and taking down all of my channel. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's had some issues. In, in the words of Prince Zuko in Avatar The Last Airbender. That's rough, buddy. Ah, oh, dang it. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> I got it. All right. So um, th- uh, CD Projekt Red, they came up with a solution to this, right? They they are doing like a refund thing. Is that correct? They, they said first they're like, hey, uh, get a refund if you have to. Just ask you where you bought it from, the storefront, <laughs> uh, without telling the storefront. Yeah, that's the, that's the issue. They forgot... They said, "Yeah, oh yeah, just contact Sony and uh, Microsoft. They'll they'll refund it." Never said anything to Sony or micro- Microsoft, and that kind of that kind of burnt burn them a little bit. To once again, it's like they're forgetting that console versions of the games exist. Yeah, because yeah. on PC you can just get a you can get a refund on Steam. You can get a refund on GOG, which is their own storefront. So yeah, yeah they're gonna give you a refund. <laughs> Yeah, but not on not on Sony or Microsoft where there is no their store which there is no refunds whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's always a warning when you buy something digitally. It goes, hey, you can't return this. <laughs> yeah. Although uh, I did see Sony is now they said that they are going to accept refunds up until December twenty first. Also, so they like re- two days, a couple days. <laughs> well, it's better than nothing. Yeah. But also, they removed the game from their digital storefront, so you can't currently buy the game digitally. Which seems a little overkill, I think, because there's garbage uploaded, barely working garbage video games get uploaded to their stores every day, and they don't make a big stink about it. I th- well, I think part of it is, I don't think it's that the game is a buggy mess that sometimes doesn't play. I think it's the offering a refund without uh, contacting Sony to get the okay on this first. And I I, be- I bet you this is Sony kind of going, okay, you want to play that? We're going to make an example out of you. <laughs> Which Microsoft then followed suit and they've taken it off of their store. Yeah. Even though I've heard it does it if you've got an Xbox One X or the new Xbox, it's not that bad. It's apparently pretty passable on mm-hmm. those two. But you said you've been having a lot of fun with it on the PC. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic on the PC, and it doesn't run any buggier than, like, a Skyrim. Mm. Maybe less so. Well, I yeah, it's Bethesda, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen weird things, but I haven't had, I've never had anything game breaking. Mm. The worst thing that's happened is I had to reload a save once because a trigger to exit a brain dance didn't come up. 
Ah, uh, okay. But it literally it cost me five minutes of game time. Like it wasn't a big deal. Gotcha. It's never crashed on me. And it's not like it's a recurring issue. Yeah, I mean the the worst that happened is just weird graphical glitches. And that's almost fun. Yeah. That's part of the fun of playing some of these games. One time I called for my motorcycle and it came flying out of a third story window of a building across the street. <laughs> nice. And that was just awesome. That's, <laughs> pre- that's pretty metal. It's like, what was it doing up there? Yeah, I just assumed it's up there with like four other motorcycles playing poker. Yeah, just hanging out. And it's like, oh, oh okay. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like when you call for your horse in like Red Dead or something and it falls down a mountain. <laughs> it's nothing different than like the weird stuff that Roach would do in Witcher Three, like end up on a roof or like floating over a dock or something. Like it's just video games. It's stuff video games, that, yeah. That every open world game especially has. Yeah, because there's a lot more factors in there. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to accept some of the jank to for this gigantic, humongous world with a million variables. Yeah, like, no, that, that makes sense. Do you think that people are treating this differently because it had so many years in development and that it was so hyped oh, to, yeah. a, to the point I where... I think it's the hype. It's the hype. Yeah, well, I think people are, like, having fun, like, trying to find every little glitch or, or poking at every little, like, regular video game thing. Where, like, now because it's cyberpunk and because it's a big deal, it's like, oh, there's a glitch, there's a glitch. Yeah. That person walked weird for a second it's like well yeah they do that in grand theft auto too like yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) i've seen people complain about the cop ai and like how they work but like it's not grand theft auto like that's not what the game is about the game's not about fighting cops like you're in a lawless you're in a like lawless future dystopian city like they're not going to work the same as reality. Right, yeah. <laughs> and even then, the cops in Grand Theft Auto don't work like reality. No. <laughs> Do you see the console versions of the game getting patched and like getting to a usable state? Or do you think the uh, last gen or previous gen uh, versions of the game, are, uh, they're, if they're going to continue being buggy messes? They'll, no, they'll get them working right. I, I trust CD Projekt enough to to do right by it they've had this same kind of stuff happened when witcher 3 came out it apparently launched kind of a mess and then they fixed it through patches and then people end up loving it and, th- and thinking it's the greatest game in the world yeah now people yeah people don't shut up about witcher 3 i mean it got a netflix show yeah yeah i, I like cyberpunk more than witcher 3 but i love this the setting really appeals to me sure yeah that goes a lot the cyberpunk setting goes a long way for me too also <laughs> Oh sure, that's that's squarely your jam. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Some of my favorite animes are cyberpunk. Yeah. It's like one of the big reasons I want to play. <laughs> uh, all right, so hey, let's move on to some other news. You know what? Uh, I could do this one real quick. Uh, so in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, uh, we announced last week that uh, the uh, Final Fantasy VII big big bad man Sephiroth, the big, big bad pretty boy, the big tall bad man with his big long sword. Uh, it was the new character, and they had a um, like a mini kind of a mini showcase of the character showing off his new moves and, and everything, and um, looks great. The yeah yeah everything it, it, he looks right. Um, the, some of the interesting things that they added to it, they um, he gets released on the twenty second, but because he has traditionally been a boss character, for anyone who has purchased the um, um, 
Challenge Pass. Fighters Pass, Challengers Pass, yeah, whatever. They, um, if you've purchased that already, there is a special boss mode where you can fight Sephiroth as a super hard boss and earn the ability to unlock him early. So I did, and I did. How hard was it to beat him? Uh, on easy, it is laughable. Okay. <laughs> on medium, it is pretty easy, and on very hard. Um, you can cheese the AI. You can't... It's difficult as a straight fight, but certain moves the AI doesn't know how to handle, like uh, Bowser's like grab flying press. I, you can just do that over and over. <laughs> run up, grab, flying press, run up, grab, flying press, and before you know it, he's done. Because it's a, uh, it's a um, uh, stamina battle, so you're, you're going ah. down to zero instead of uh, trying to knock him off the stage. Um, so I so I did that, and I got to play as Seth Baroth early. And um, you know what? He is conditionally one of my favorite characters. Um, I think in one-on-one fights, like online one-on-one fights, I don't think he's going to do particularly well because he hits really hard, but he is a very light character. It does not take much for him to get knocked out, and a lot of his attacks have a very long cooldown. So for folks who don't know fighting games, cooldown is when you, if you throw a punch, the cooldown is from the point where the punch is thrown to the part where you come back to like your idle stance. Um, He's very flashy, so he does a lot of flourishes and stuff. And it gives a lot of downtime. So if if you're good and you can dodge the attack, your opponent can get right in and really mess you up. Having said that, I think he is going to be a beast on eight-man battles and multi-man battles because his weapon is so large <laughs> and all of his attacks seems like they are built to hit multiple people at the same time. Yeah, he can he can stab the width of at least three Kirby's. Yeah, at least three Kirby's. Yes. Well, like his uh, that shadow flare attack that creates like a. Uh, you a, mean PK a, flash? A PK flash. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it's the same as, as it's the, the same. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's he's going to be very fun in uh, party mode, multi man, but one on one. Some people will be able to get good with them. I will probably stick with my mains, but uh, but no, a very fun character, very interesting in in inclusion. I thought he was a refreshingly back to basics standard fighter. Oh yeah, which is refreshing after the last several very complicated characters. Yeah, he reminds me a lot of uh, Joker, the P uh, P five, because uh, with his um, that wing. The one wing that he gets, you know, that one wing, the one wing, the one winged angel, the, wing. the one wing that he gets uh, reminds me kind of of um, Joker's uh, arsene. Yeah, his whatever his stand his persona. or persona. <laughs> yeah, that's his it. stand. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Worth checking out. Worth picking I don't up. Know, his his down B bearing the being the uh you know the cinematic kill stab. Oh yeah, and it goes through floors and stuff. It's wild. <laughs> oh, wait, so you could stab like people underneath you? Oh yeah. Did oh. you not watch the direct? No, I watched it. I oh, just you didn't watched it. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. You could stab people through floors. Also, his final smash is supernova with the math showing with up the on weird screen. math and the the, the meteor exploding mm-hmm. every planet in the solar system. Yep. <laughs> Oh, it's it's super good. 
I don't think we're getting any more Final Fantasy characters. Oh, no. No, absolutely not. I truly believe that they they initially wanted Sora from uh, Kingdom Kingdom Hearts. I bet you anything. They said, "Okay, let's let's get another uh, Square Enix character. Sora's popular. He's another lead. Let's put him in the game." Square Enix said yes. Disney said no because Disney Disney owns half of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Man, Sora would be interesting because he's his range is really short and he's fast. Yeah, but uh, but when they said no, Nintendo was probably like, "Okay, well, hey, what else do you have? Hey, how about that?" That big tall jerk. <laughs> I mean, he's a fan favorite on the internet. He is. Yeah. I think the stage is kind of a letdown, though, because it's another one of those like plain old stages where a video plays in the background. Yeah. yeah you and can... the video looks nice. It, it looks very nice, and it's very long. I don't think anyone's ever going to get to the end of that video that they play in the background of the stage. It seems it, it, like there's... the crater, isn't it? It's Well, it plays the entire thing with uh, uh, the, the Holy Materia. Uh, and the whole, just the whole just the end, whole of, end the of Final Fantasy VII. Huh. Yeah, it's spoiler, spoilerific. I kind of wish they just would have did a more standard Final Fantasy theme stage and yeah. had other characters show up like the King of Fighters one. That would have been cool, yeah. But no, I'm I'm overall, I'm happy with it. It's fine. It's cool. We're getting uh, Barrett and Tifa and Aerith me costumes and yeah. those are fun and Gino too isn't it oh god Gino yeah Gino that dumb puppet from Mario RPG that everyone seems to love so much I don't understand I don't get it I don't it. get it he's not that cool he's not he's really not he's not even that good of a character in the game he's from and people <laughs> seem to absolutely lose their collective minds over this character and yet we still can't get Lo- Waluigi <laughs> never I was always a Mario Bowser and Peach. Yeah, because that was my it's Mario it's, RPG party. It's Mario RPG, not Cloud Boy and, and Weird Puppet. Yeah, Weird Space Puppet RPG. Yeah. All right, no more complaining. Let's move on to something else. <laughs> and I had a good idea of who the next fighter would be, but I forgot what it was. I said it the other day. It would. It went on from Monster Hunter. That's right. The next one could be a Monster Hunter Hunter to go with when the new Monster Hunter game comes out. That game. makes a lot of sense. Also, it would make Rathalos seem less out of left field yeah. for the game. That's I mean, true. I forgot they added the Rathalos. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo paid like $2 million to Capcom to mm. get them to put that Monster Hunter game on the Switch. Oh, okay. So yeah. they have no, that more, makes... more than a little horse in that race yeah. of making that game successful. <laughs> If they do that, I hope he's. I hope they don't have a sword. Well, I mean, there's plenty of. Options. I mean, there's the other weapons. Sure. Yeah. Give him. Give him the spear. Give him the. The gunbow. The gunbow. Yeah. Him the, oh, what's it? The horn. The oh, hunter's the hunter, horn. hunter's horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that would be good. Yeah, I could see. I can see Monster Hunter, and like every other color variation flips between male and female. Yeah. That would probably my, be the way to do it. That's my guess. Yeah. Do you think the last character is going to be a permutation of Master Hand and Crazy Hand? I mean, it could be. Because if this is like the ultimate version of this game and this is the last fighters pack and it's a celebration of all of their games. It should be Master Hand has been like it. Well, it should be Sakurai. Yes. (laughs) But he would just win all of them. Yeah. (laughs) Sakurai with two (laughs) Nintendo Pro controllers, one in each hand. (laughs) Oh, maybe that's maybe it's like a um, 
maybe it's like a Pokemon uh, trainer situation where he's standing in the in the background <laughs> and, and the that. two and the two hands yeah. are like and he's controlling them with with one with one pro controller in each hand. No, 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 no. Power gloves. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. But no, I really think uh, Master Hand and Crazy Hand might be a, a, permu- a decent permutation. I mean, that's a fighting game staple where you can unlock the boss character. Yeah. And then... Plus, by this point, how many Smash Brothers games have there been? Five? If you count Ultimate as a separate entity from the the Wii and uh, 3DS versions. Which you should. Which you it's should. So, totally different game. And, and the character has been in like five games, which is more than Shulk. <laughs> Poor uh. Shulk. <laughs> if if it if it is Master Hand Crazy Hand, they should have a an alternate skin where you look like the Wall Master from Zelda. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. That would be really cool. <laughs> That's, they are gonna have to come up with something just totally out there for the last one, mm-hmm. right? I They're mean, gonna have to, yeah, something and crazy. Here I, and here I thought Piranha Plan was kind of yeah. a crazy one. Okay, um, what is a classic Nintendo game that like original even before? like game and watch level like the, out of nowhere the ultra hand <laughs> oh yeah with the fly swat <laughs> no wait, wait that's from uh, mario paint yeah the no, i'm talking water. about the toy that's like an extending oh, the hand extendo toy. hand yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. that would be cool huh uh, yeah if if mr game and watch wasn't already in the game that it would be a... a cool like last one yeah and there's already rob robot there is yeah i don't know but that's the thing is there's already so many characters in this game. Like, what do you do now? Well, they have three more they have to figure out. <laughs> somehow. Somehow, some way. Gray Fox. <laughs> From Metal Gear? Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done that. Well, now Metal Gear is just kind of in... Yeah. Weird limbo. Yeah, weird limbo. Yeah. I mean, I kind of hope it stays gone. Like, as much as I love Metal Gear Solid... Yeah, it doesn't need it- to exist without kojima exactly what sam strand <laughs> sam strand bridges Sta- strand bridges from death stranding oh with that to, weird baby on his chest they'd have his... to come out with a switch version uh, well that's true well Which, I mean, they could they, they, that game doesn't have to look as nice as it does and it, it would still work it would be fine <laughs> yeah if, if that game looked as good as uh um, breath of the wild yeah that'd you know be fine it'd be fine all right, we have time for a very quick one last one. We got to talk about Super Nintendo World first. Let's or do it. We watch that 15-minute video for nothing. Okay, yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, they showed uh, just today, mm-hmm. Nintendo released a direct specifically about the upcoming theme park, Super Nintendo World. And it was Shigeru Miyamoto walking us through the theme park, showing us a few neat things that are in it. And by God, it looks so cool. It's very cool. Yeah, no, this is a part of the Universal Studios Japan. And oh, it's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally going through a pipe and walking out in to Peach's Palace. Yeah, into Mario World. Yeah. It's so cool. Like There's all the animatronic characters like moving around in the background. Mm-hmm. And at one point I was sitting there and I was like, is that a, is that a video or is that an actual thing? And no, it's a stupid robot moving back and forth. Yeah, and all the stuff moves around with, like, the same logic as it would in the game. Yeah. So you're looking at a mountain with a turtle shell bouncing back and forth between two blocks. Oh, yeah. Spinning coins everywhere. <laughs> uh, and you get a little, like, wrist 
thing you wear on your wrist, a, a near field communication thing you wear on your wrist that lets you, you can punch the underside of the question mark blocks and it keeps track of how many coins you've collected. Oh yeah, that's very cool. Now they didn't get into what the coins do. Yeah, I, that that was weird. They didn't explain why you would want all these coins. Yeah, yeah, and there's like an app that connect like on your phone that like shows you what all you've done and like how many coins you've collected. It looks like there's a coin cap. For oh some yeah, reason. yeah. Um, um, it, that seemed very reminiscent of the uh, uh, novelty wands at the uh, Harry Potter World mm-hmm. in uh, Universal Studios, yeah. uh, Florida. If you ha- if you buy one of the forty dollar wands or whatever. You wave it over like a box and like it, it, does, a it thing. does a thing or it changes the light colors in a window or something like that, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. But this seems very, very interactive and very Nintendo. I can't wait to wait in line with 20 children to punch the underside of a box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. Well, there's little, they were calling them activities, but little games you can play in the world. Like there was one part where you punch the underside of a pow block and you had to time it right with a turtle shell moving back and forth on a cliff so it would knock a block around and you'd get a, a key. A, a key a coin. Thing, yeah. yeah. Which is like living in the video game world. Yeah. Or yeah. There's a, uh, a crazy maze inside. Was it inside Bowser's Castle or no, was it beside it, Bowser's it, Castle? It was the underground level. It was the underground level. Yeah. And it uses force perspective and changing size of its uh blocks yeah, to get, make you, you 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 get hit by a bomb and you depower you depower and go s- get small yeah and all the all the background blocks like on the wall and stuff get super huge they, and, yeah it's so cool oh. and that food looked delicious oh yeah. yeah toad's restaurant yeah toad's toad's cafe yeah <sighs> i can't wait till they build one like in america mm-hmm. which they they said they are going to do in both hollywood and florida yeah it's gonna but be great. Not Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> oh, and then the fact, and then the fact that the the Mario Kart ride in Bowser's Castle has augmented reality goggles that you wear. So only who knows what you're gonna see when you're doing it. It's yeah. Amazing. They, they didn't show the actual ride going. They want they wanted to maintain the surprise. Hey, which, that's okay. Yeah, I'm all right with that. I mean, five minutes after the. Uh, the park opens, there's going to be a bunch of YouTube videos, videos yeah. of people doing the ride, but that's okay. Theme park YouTube is going to go ham on it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, as long as, you know, travel is allowed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If anybody in America is allowed to go to Japan, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Not currently. Yeah. Well, we can dream. <laughs> the fact that he kept calling himself Mario's dad. He d- yeah. Which, I mean, he is. He is. Yeah. It's not a lie. Yeah. But it's just funny. Because, like, at one point, like, the two mascot, Mario and Luigi, show up, and they take a picture, and he's like, okay, Dad's busy. Yeah. <laughs> Tells him to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy's <Yeah>. working. <laughs> <laughs> the sheer seeing all the Mario things in actual, like, one-to-one human scale is wild. Like, to see a Koopa Troopa that's the, the size of a man... <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> all right well hey we have reached time so i think we should probably go ahead and get out of here you have been listening to nerd overload thank you very much for tuning in you can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. you can find us on facebook twitter twitch and instagram at nerd overload now you can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. you can give us a call on the nerd overload hotline uh, the numbers five eight six three seven two eight zero two zero uh leave us a message 
and we might play it on the show. What would you want most out of a Mario theme park? Or just Nintendo theme park in general? Eggs. Eggs. Big old Yoshi eggs. Yep. Just give me a plate full of Yoshi (laughs) eggs. I want Birdo to fire eggs at my face. (laughs) You can find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So uh, thank you again for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Peace out. Wait, no, Christmas time. Ho, ho, ho.